When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go, baby! 10 o'clock in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday, better known as a Lakers celebration Tuesday. Jack Come on. Lit. Presented by Mickey Waltro. What a night last night at Crypto.com. Do you hear the excitement in my voice? You nearly dislocated your back doing a little It was worth it. They're it up 3 on. 1. If it's tied 2 2, you don't dislocate your back. You know who's not gutless the last two games? You know who has carried it? Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker, baby! Got Lonnie full. got full. Lonnie Walker, your MVP. If we were doing an MVP of the last two games. That's when you go sell Lonnie Walker jerseys like crazy right after the game yesterday. <laughs> sell those damn things. Get those things moving. You're talking like in the team store or out on the streets when the guys got the little carts? Probably more out on the streets. <laughs> I don't know if they got a lot of Lonnie Walker inventory at the bottom of the cart. Well, it doesn't have to be official. It doesn't have to be an official. Were they going to scratch off Russell and write Walker over the top of it? Why not? Let's do it. Yes. What a game. Lakers now have a 3-1 series lead. We get ready for that knockout punch tomorrow night. Game 5 up in the Bay Area. We're getting you ready all day long. Keep checking back for all your Lakers talk today. And a live imaging Tuesday, which means we're going to try to work in a little fun and frivolity. But you know we got to hit the Lakers hard, Jack. <laughs> Slee, did you get rest? I saw you last night as you were beginning the postgame show. Yeah. I was getting ready to drive back with Cappy, and I popped in. I said, Slee, what a game. So he's like, how do we do it? So, I mean, he was stunned. Shouldn't you know? <laughs> First off, let me just say this. To see Morales in a postgame, that's impressive. Chris ain't messing around here. I mean, to be here all day yesterday. I'm ready to charter a flight for tomorrow. And then basically, <laughs> don't tell me that. I've been thinking like 39 different ways. All right, how do we do it? You this? But well, then I got an Airbnb because I need an ISDN line. I, mean, I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. But that was pretty impressive yesterday. See you here. And then Cap just drives you home. And I fell How's asleep. Well, it, it, does, it does help when you have a driver. So did you? How how far into the drive did you get before you were zonked? Out? I was zonked as we left the garage. <laughs> it took a few minutes to get out of the garage last night. It was packed, but when unfo- Scott was waving the <laughs> with a little capacity, <laughs> he's, he's out. When the arm goes up, Chris goes down. Not right. only this, he the elevator in our building. He went to the elevator to go downstairs to the car. Okay. I said I got to get my backpack and stuff. He said I'll pull around for you. So I just have to, when the elevator wow. doors open, he's sitting there in the caddy. Wow. Warmed up. That's ready a to nice go. service that you've it's acquired. It's a good service. Is he standing? <laughs> Do you tip him? I was going to say, is he I standing? I think tonight I got to buy dinner. <laughs> next to your door already no, open? No, no, he doesn't open the door. <laughs> he gets out. That's, that's he impressive. runs around real quick, swings it open. That's impressive. It's, it's not white glove service, but maybe one day. Anyway, let's get to it. Travis, it's a Lakers celebration Tuesday right now. Indeed it is. Thank you, Chris. And 3-1, Lee. You said, I don't think this is a 3-1 series. I said, I agree with you, Al. I don't think this is a 3-1 series. Yeah. It's a 3-1 series. 3-1 series. It is a 3-1 series headed mm-hmm. back to San Francisco. Game 5 tomorrow. Um, last night's game could have gone either way, much like game one. That just the, the thinnest of margins make it uh, a, a Laker virtual lock. I don't know if I want to go all yeah. the way there. We I'll can help get you with that. that along we'll, the way. We'll, I'll help you with that. They're, as we they're, go. they're still a very dangerous sort of thing. It's like with a rattlesnake that's cornered in your yard. You got those tongs that you mm-hmm. can kind of reach it. And yeah. you, you're going to be okay, but just let's just be extra careful. Let's not get too close so that thing can get you. It was it was a great night for the Lakers. They turned a 10-point deficit into the win that they got. Lonnie Walker was awesome. Great defensive stops at the end. A couple of boneheaded plays from the Warriors. 20 out of 20 from the free throw line. Where do you want to start with all that? Because every last little one of those things yeah. led up to a three-point win. All right, I'm going to start with this. Denver or Phoenix? I, it's on the list. It's on the list. You're already you're going there. Way too ahead, Slee. No, I'm just asking. I'm just saying what Come would on. be what would be your preference? Would it be Denver or Phoenix? The gods. Uh, my, my preference. You want them to go seven games? I think we want them to go seven, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, my preference is on winning game five. I think I'm I'm going to stay right there. You you um, you do what you want. Sleeva. I'm going to stay in game five. All right. So I I do think this. There is, but yesterday's nuggets. score. Yeah. <laughs> To answer your question, that was perfect. That was like the timing of that too, where you like let it settle and that it was nuggets. Not my first um, day. All right, so I, I I will say this. I, I'll say on last night, 
I just don't understand how the Golden State Warriors, it's not that it can't happen, but I really, really have a difficult time. I think I mentioned this to you yesterday, too. I said, if Lakers win, I think they. I think the series is over. I said, it's a wrap, right? But I also thought the series was going to be 2-2 going back to San Francisco. Yesterday's game was starting to play out exactly what the Warriors want. Lakers only took 20 free throws. Now, mm-hmm. granted, they hit 20 free throws. I was going to say, it helps when you make all 20 <laughs> of your 20 attempts. By the way, do you ever do you ever remember having a Lakers game where they were, let's say they took more than 15 free throws, 100% from the free throw line? I don't remember a game. 20 well, of 20 and clutch free throws at the end. Yeah. And Braun and Lonnie and Schroeder. I'm, and, I'm going back to game one where they make 26 of 29 or 25 of 28. 25 or of 29. 25 of 29. Yep. So that's 45 great percentage. of 49. Okay. That, that, that is an insane percentage. They took in the last game, I want to say game three, they took 37 of them. It was like 27 or 37. It was yeah. something like that. It they, was they, more typical. It was like 75%, I want to say, was their percentage. But I have a difficult time watching the Golden State Warriors the more that I watch this series, the more of what they're trying to do just doesn't work against the Lakers. I'll give you an example of last night's game. You're going to come to a point. It was close. Game was close. Warriors scored 17 points in the fourth quarter, Trap. Mm-hmm. The Golden State Warriors scored 17 yeah, in the fourth. Not nearly enough. Lakers have something that the Golden State Warriors just can't depend on on a night-in-night-out basis. Size. They get stops. Yeah. And the size that you're talking about has a lot to do with it. Yep. The length that they have has a lot to do with it. They could depend on more people. How many Steph Curry Steph Curry was amazing yesterday. Amazing. He had 31 points. It took him 30 shots. I was going to say not a very efficient. He had no help. Yeah. Clay is going to be hot or cold more more times than not he's going to be cold. Andrew Wiggins is just barely giving you I mean, he's giving you like 15 he's points. He's not a game. giving you what he gave you last year when you were the NBA champions, that's for sure. Okay, then now you're I don't, I don't know if panic is the right word, but I mentioned this to Michael. I said, Michael, for a team like the Golden State Warriors that needs three different starting lineups in four different games, there's a little bit of got to try something different. Sure. We got to try something different. The Lakers have had the st- same starting lineup the entire way. Lakers have played their style the entire way. They haven't had to do anything drastic or different. So I only set it up that way because it's just becoming more and more apparent that over a longer stretch of time, what the Lakers are doing are more sustainable than what the Warriors are doing. It's not that the Warriors can't win a game here, they can't steal a game, that they can't be in a game, but I'm just losing more and more confidence in the Golden State Warriors making this a real series. The, the, it, the, their ability to win three in a row is not zero, but it's close to zero because of what you just said. The, the Lakers are better than the Warriors. Not by a mile. It's, it's not like they're Agreed. a lot better, but yeah. they are better. And, and for the reasons that you talked about, they're better defensively. What they do well is, is less likely to have giant fluctuations, right? They attack the paint. They get to the free throw line. These are the things traditional. That you, you're going to get that just about every time. Now, maybe they make their free throws. Maybe they don't. Maybe they get some calls. Maybe they don't. We can talk about that. But the Warriors hit and miss on their shooting. Other than Steph, it, you, I don't know. Are they going to be hot or are they going to be not? And that's a big part of this. They're not dead. They're in trouble, big trouble, the ultimate trouble, but I'm not going to say that they're dead because they got number 30 on their team. Okay, that that guy nearly did it by himself last night. I think that they're going to throw everything they have at the Lakers come tomorrow night. The Lakers used big minutes on LeBron and AD last night and on some other guys, so we'll see what the fatigue factor is. There's a lot of things going on. If they have life in Game 5 and they come back, now all of a sudden you're in that you better get this one situation, right? I think the Lakers are going to win because they're better, because they're bigger, because they're longer. Oddly, Slee, which I don't think this is something we might have said at the beginning of the series, they're deeper. They, they, they seem to be able to, to run more guys out there and get more guys out of the Lonnie Walker being the ultimate example last night, 15 points in the fourth quarter. They're just a little bit better. They're executing better at the end of the games. I know we'll talk about this in more detail, but the final play of the game, or not the final play of the game, I know but what you're talking about. the Draymond where he threw it away, yeah. that wasn't so much just a turnover, which it was. The Lakers defended that perfectly. Mm-hmm. 
LeBron James knew where that ball was going when the ball's on the other mm. side of the court. The ball's on the right wing. Clay's curling to the left corner. LeBron's yelling at AD, pointing at AD. You over there. Do not mm. defend Draymond at the rim. And he goes there. Draymond's got Schroeder on his hip. He's not going to get that shot off. And he throws it right to AD. It was it was incredibly well executed. It was a bad play by Draymond in that I guess you got to go up or you got to go to plan B or whatever. The Lakers sniffed that thing out from the minute they started to run that action. It was an incredible sequence for them. They put the hot hand in the game. They left the hot hand in the game. Mm. D'Angelo Russell, probably the one thing last night, like, that wasn't very good. Who cares? They got they got the he performance. He was sitting next to coach right. he at the end in, of the game. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They have the guy in there. Darvin Ham has done a good job when it comes to saying, okay, we're riding you right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't have it tonight. You sit down next to me. Everything that needed to kind of those 50 50 things that break, and you need to have a few of them break your way and a few less break their way, it has. And last night was a good example of it. They're up 3 1. It feels like they've got an incredibly firm grasp of this series, and they do. But two of these wins have been by the thinnest of margins. Mm-hmm. A couple of shots go down the other way, a couple of missed free throws the other way, and it's 3 1 Warriors. And I'm Glad it's not. I'm thrilled the Lakers are, but this does not feel like a typical 3-1 where it's like whack, 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 and so, you got three of them. Two of these games could have easily gone against the so Lakers. So th- this is where this is why I disagree a little bit. I disagree on the – by the way, you said that Draymond Green, that final possession. How about the possession before it where it's Anthony Davis 25 feet from the basket oh, yeah. guarding yeah, Steph? it was awesome. Just incredible. But I, I, I go back to this. Steph doesn't look like he has – by the way, they could have ran 50 different plays. I don't know why Steph is saying, I'm going to go up against Anthony Davis one-on-one. And try to shoot over the top of him. Maybe call a screen, get AD get off the of there. Paint. Maybe go to the basket. Anything. Anyways. Which is what was working all the rest of the night. And I think it was just, put it this way, if you're asking the Lakers, hey, do you want Steph having to take a shot over Anthony Davis from 28 feet away? Steph is so dangerous. He's so dangerous. But you take your chances with that. So sure. the Lakers defense. But I, I don't know if I agree that the series is as close as you're mentioning it. Okay, and I'll tell you why. I think there's certain things that the Lakers are doing, and we could do this coming up next, but I think there's certain things that the Lakers are doing, at least in my eyes over these last four games, these first four games. Good teams find ways to win at the end. Mm -hmm. And there's something that the Lakers have done at the end of these games that I give them a lot of credit for that maybe we didn't think was going to be the difference in the series. We can get into that coming up next. We'll do that straight ahead. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yes, indeed. Quarter after 10 a.m. Yes, it feel, it sounds so good, Shania. Is it Shania? It's, it's not Shania. Leah and It's Leah and Rhymes. Yeah, yeah. As I said it. Darn it all. It is. <laughs> I'll be what? honest with you. When you said Shania, I was like, okay. Sounds good I to me. Know. <laughs> yeah, it was, Shania's still hit, putting out hits. Nice song. How do I live without you, Lonnie Walker? It is a Lakers celebration Tuesday on a live imaging Tuesday. Thanks to our friends at Mikuel Baltra. Party, party, oh, party all day long. So don't touch the button, yo. And if you go in somewhere that doesn't have a radio, you know what you do, Slee? No problem. You get the all-new ESPN LA app. Search ESPN LA in your app store or Google Play. Download, tap, bam! I saw it coming this time, Al. You've got 710 ESPN in the palm of your hand right in your ear. Meanwhile... 
We got a giveaway, right? We do. Don't be scared of the energy. I, I'm As not scared fr- of the on. energy. I'm scared of having ruptured eardrums. Has, hold on. As our old friend JT the Brick would say, yes. match my energy. Match my energy. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. We do have a giveaway. We are giving away a great summer getaway. It is Celia and I's pleasure to give you a chance to win the ultimate summer getaway to Surf and Sand Resort in Laguna Beach. It is off the charts. It is a great spot. Here's how you win. When we give you the heads up, you're going to want to call us at 877-710-ESPN and if you are the right caller you will get a $50 gift card to the Splashes Bar. I know it well. It's a great spot and you will qualify for the grand prize which is a two-night stay at the Surf and Sand Resort, a couple's spa treatment, dinner for two and beach activities. Relax, unwind and rejuvenate Oceanside at Surf and Sand Resort. Peace of mind guarantee. Surf and Sand is a great place. You know, our old friend Haley Stevens, she used to work there. Remember her? As did Bobby Rogers. And Bobby Rogers. Yes. So that's a jam-packed place. Great place. So what if I just start calling while you're like, all right, caller number seven. Why sleep over on the side? Nothing, nothing. Have you been to the bar at Splashes, Chris? I have, yeah. It is quite a spot. It's quite a spot, Slee. It it's is. not... I don't really fit in as well as Travis fits in. <laughs> Got it. Yep. Down there. Yep. If I'm with my friend Lisa, you know, a sexy classy, as, as her license plate says, I fit in a little bit more. Yeah. Or if I'm with Travis, just come I fit with in. me. Yeah. You'll be fine. But if I'm there by myself, they're like, you can see people like talking into you, their wristwatch and their earpiece. Trav, what do you do if, fine, if you're bringing Chris with you? Do you give them a heads I up? I just let him know. I just go all good and say, hey, guys, I'm coming down. Got my buddy Chris with us. It's all good. We're going to be fine. We'll have a nice time. We'll sit there, have a couple of martinis, stare at the ocean. He walks have a great in. He's given like signals. <laughs> right. and, the table. Is, is that him? He's good. They're We're like, good can we see his schedule C, please? <laughs> <laughs> You'd fit right in, so you should come down. Maybe a maybe before the barbecue that I'm going to throw. Uh, I mean, just get me down to Orange County, invite me down there, and I'm in. We'll see. Travis and Sweetwood continues. I like your celebration Tuesday right now. Thank you, Chris. It it is just it's a celebration of Game Four and the yeah. win and being up three one. But it does feel like you can start. To when does round three start? The balloons, right? Put them up in the rafters. Get that net or whatever it is that you do to to hold them up there. Uh, you, you were starting to say at the end of the last segment that. I was making the point that I really, the Lakers are going to win the series. They're up three one. When you when you're up three one, what is it? Something Just like ninety five percent. But there's five percent. Five percent, and the Warriors are not everybody else. So I yeah. do think. And, and two of these games, game one and game mm-hmm. four, were a couple of first fr- missed free throws away, or a couple of made threes for the Warriors away. It's not like this was a ten point win. We're talking about two very close games. And I do feel like there is still a lot of basketball left in this series. I'm not ready to slam the door on it. So I I really thought the series was going to be closer. I thought it was going to be more competitive. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. It's not that these are every game's a 25-point win by the Lakers. Game one, I think you and I both said it right out the gate that we felt if the Golden State Warriors would have won game one, they would have stole that game. And we were talking about how the Lakers didn't steal a win in Golden State. They won. They won. They yeah, played better over the course of 48 minutes. Now, did they almost lose it? They did. The Golden State Warriors went on a 14 to nothing run. Game was tied at 112. A couple of buckets there, a couple of free throws. Lakers won that game. But I felt like the Lakers should have won game one. I didn't think that was a... It wasn't a fluke. They it won wasn't the a fluke. They should have won game yeah, one. I agree with that. I thought last night, I thought there was... So that was one of the close games. Last night, I thought... There were moments for the Golden State Warriors to win that game. Plenty of moments. Fourth quarter. The Lakers entered the fourth quarter down seven. Was it not ten? I think they were down seven because okay. they were outscored. They they won the quarter by ten. Okay. And they ended up winning the game by three. They gave up 17 points in the fourth quarter. That's now two games in a row where they've they had a stretch in game three where they gave up a total of 37 points in two quarters. They gave up 17 points in the fourth quarter yesterday. Crazy. Lakers get stops. They do. And if there's one thing that I think is also inflating my chest of, no, no, I think the Lakers are fine in this series. Listen, it is the Warriors, you're right. To take out a champion, you got to really bury a champion. There is no, the Golden State Warriors are just going to bury themselves. Emily put it great this morning. She goes, you need to double tap those guys. Shooting them once is not enough. That once they're down, go over and give them another one. Which you're Furniture. not you're not wrong. By the way, ruthless. But I, I get <laughs> I'm your just point. Saying. I know your point. You don't think she'd put two in the back of our heads if I, she needed to? I do she wouldn't think just give you one. Apocalypse. It would be boom boom. I think she'd boom, do boom. one and then she'd come back in a half hour. <laughs> 
Finish but it you off. Could be, you could be like the Russian in the woods in The Sopranos. You could get away. That's true. Exactly. That's why you, you got to get them twice. Yes. So the reason why I say um, why I'm comfortable with the Lakers closing out this series, Trav, they're not doing anything special. I just think they're a better basketball team. I, I do too. And, and, and so I, when I, when I start saying, who do you want in the next round, Phoenix or Denver? I get it. I know the Lakers have to wrap this thing up. But this Warriors team also doesn't look that impressive to me. There are a lot of holes for the Golden State Warriors as well. And yes, they've had some players struggle, but I think the struggles that they're having has more to do with the Lakers than it has to do with their own struggles. So Big E writes, uh, Slee asking Phoenix or Denver is the equivalent of Taylor shaving the playoff stash. Please give the gods a peace offering in the name of Slee's blunder. I refuse, um, Big E. Thank we'll, you. We'll, we'll see. Refuse. I hope that doesn't we'll bite see. you in the ass, Slee. Yeah, that'd be a real hope shame. It doesn't. Yeah. Guys, um, I, I did put Lakers-Warriors <laughs> after Lakers lost against Memphis. You did. So you I, did. I've been kind of, the gods and I have had some interesting conversations. I, 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 I agree with you what you're saying, Al, about how the Lakers are not doing anything special. I agree. They're not they're not like shooting. They don't have to do anything special to win. From three. I, I agree with you. But what they they're playing well, right? They're, they're playing well, which is not special. It's just they're a good team and they're playing like it right now. The reason I think it's closer than you do at this point is because the two games that the never mind the two blowouts are the two blowouts you can kind yeah. of you can kind of Each put those in one. a separate category the two games that have been close both of which have gone to the lakers thankfully they weren't even a they, they were a possession or two away it's not a bad quarter the warriors did have a bad quarter last night 17 points like you mentioned but Steph made a bad decision not going to the basket, right? He made that weird turn where he throws the ball over his head. He decides to take a long, long three over a seven-footer that's heavily contesting it right there. Down one. There were some decisions there. The Lakers were 20 out of 20 from the free throw line. Yeah, You go 17 out of 20, they're probably still paying. 17 out of 20 is a great night. It's That's 85% a, It's 85%. Or whatever it is, yeah. It's an incredible night. So you have... These really well played nights. Darvin Ham made great adjustments. You got a great contribution from a role guy in Lonnie Walker who scored 15 points. All of these things, they're not doing anything extraordinary, but all of the little things are kind of breaking their way right now. They're shooting at a higher percentage free throw rise in the games that they have to. Role player contributions. AD was not great in the second half, but was really good defensively towards the, the these games feel very, very close to me. So while I think they're going to win, I'm hopeful that they're going to win. I've seen two games that did not fill me. I'm thrilled they won, but those could have easily gone the other way. And okay, I'm just gonna lay this out here. This has been a lot of optimism today, which I think is is deserved after a win. But what if we play it out? So the next game, game five, it plays out like game two where the Lakers see the writing on the wall, sit everyone game uh, in the third quarter. The game's kind of out of hand by the time the second half rolls around. Then the Warriors steal one in, in L.A. We know that L.A., they have been uh, undefeated at their home court this postseason, which is a great thing, but this is a veteran team on the Warriors with a great coach that could steal one in L.A., and then Game 7, are you really thinking the Lakers are going to beat the Warriors in San Francisco in Game 7? There is a path for the Warriors to come back from this. Ifs there. I'm just there saying. A lot of ifs there. And you're there not, is listen, possibility. But you're, not, ifs- you're not wrong. And can I, can I say this? That I guess here's the, the ultimate question. Are we giving the Golden State Warriors too much credit for what they've done in the past? Or are we, are we, are we saying what we're saying from watching what we've seen all postseason. I, Can I give you their record in the playoffs so far? Yeah. They beat the Sacramento Kings in seven. Um, they're down 3-1 to the Lakers. So right now they're sitting at, I want to say five and six is their playoff record. Mm-hmm. They were about, for most of the part this year, kind of hovering around that 500 mark. Okay, give them, they're five and six in the playoffs. The Lakers took care of the Grizzlies, they got three games right now. Lakers, I want to say, are seven and three so far in the postseason. Lakers are winning a lot of these close games. They're winning a lot of grind out games. I think sometimes we get caught up in it because I do too. This is why we picked the Golden State Warriors over the Sacramento Kings. Part of it was Sacramento's inexperience, but the other part was, guys, it's the Warriors. They're the defending NBA champions. And we keep trying to tell ourselves and remind ourselves this is the defending NBA champs. They're not playing like no. the team that they were playing. They're not playing like the champions they were last year. Maybe they could. Maybe that 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 switch can go on at any time, 
But just based on what they've shown so far in the postseason, they're not. They have not been that impressive. And, th- and that's, I think, the thing that I take away from. It. I, I think that's fair, and I think it's right. The other part that I would add, though, is I don't think it's a mistake to factor in what they've done previously. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that that's a, that's a mistake. The same reason that... Are if, we inflating it, you think? Maybe a little bit, but I don't even think that's a dangerous thing. I, I, I think one of the secret weapons that the Lakers have right now, up 3-1, is that LeBron James is in their locker room, and he's telling them, guys, I was on a team that was down 3-1. In fact, it was basically that team that right. we're playing against right, right now. It can be done. Mm-hmm. It takes one moment in one game. One guy gets to Draymond with his leg flail, right? Gets kicked out of the game. That this stuff can happen. It can change and it everything. It can happen fast. And the reason it happened with the with the Warriors and the Cavs a million years ago is because that other team had a dude named LeBron James who went nuts, mm-hmm. went absolutely nuts, and ended up winning the series. I'm not saying Steph is LeBron, but Steph is probably. A, a really good representative. So if, if number 30 goes nuts, sure. look out. And it, there's, there is precedent for him going nuts. There is precedent for him just saying, this is the way that it's going to be and it's going to happen. It's not a great chance. The Lakers are in a terrific spot. But I don't think saying, I've seen what they've done. Clay get hot three games in a row? Sure he can. Can he? Yes. I don't know if yes. he can. I, I think he can. I, I don't believe he can. I think that he can. I think that those two guys winning three basketball games in a row, even against a very good team like the Lakers, is not totally out of the question. Steph go for 50. We saw No, No doubt. It's on the Kings game. No doubt. that These are really scary. Of all of the teams in the league, this is the team that would scare me the most down 3-1. You're saying, I want a 3-1? Yeah, of course. All of these things. I'm not. I, I don't have the shovel out yet. I want them to be fully dead before I feel great about talking what's happening next. I, I don't disagree with the the Warriors can be dangerous. I don't disagree with can they win if there's any if there is a team out there that can come back from three one. I agree, it can be the Golden State Warriors. I don't disagree with that. Maybe I'm just after watching four games. I feel like there's a blueprint that the Lakers have. Sure. They're not changing who they are. They don't need to change who they are. And it feels like the Golden State Warriors are, let's try this. Let's try, that recipe's not working. That recipe's not working. They're searching. To have three different starting lineups in four games, I think, says a lot. And again, is the series over? It's not. But if I ask you, Trav, you got to pick one team oh, or the other. No, no, no question. Now, no question. Now, can they, if they put themselves in a position where it's Game 7, if the Lakers found a way to trip themselves up for two straight games, and it's Game 7 going back to Golden State, yes, that would be incredibly scary if the Lakers to be in that position. I don't feel like it's going to get there. All right, so one last point of pessimism, and then I'll let optimism run its course here, okay? (laughs) So, there is a dog on the internet who has been predicting (laughs) on TikTok... Uh, the results of series across football, uh, across sports. Okay, so he's been doing it for the Lakers and Warriors. This little corgi, uh, his owner would throw him a ball. Corgi would butt it with his nose, and then the, it would fall into one of the baskets. Okay, so it is accurately cur- uh, predicted the, all the games going forward in the series so far. So it predicted it's four for four. It's four for four so far, <laughs> and it predicts corgi. the Warriors will win in seven. Okay, I'm just putting now it out there. Sliwa. Putting it out there, the corgi got it. I genuinely don't have a response to the corgi. I was not prepared for that. So you did if, not factor in the corgi. If factor. that happens and that plays out, then um, yeah, you know, that would be a little frustrating. Here's another thing that could potentially. Be, we should ask uh, Darvin Ham. <laughs> Does he know about the corgi? There's your first question for when you get him on your uh, show. What about the corgi, Coach Ham? What are you going to do about that? Uh, minutes, lots of them from both AD and LeBron. Mike Greenberg had, it's kind of a crazy idea, but it's not as crazy as you might think. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Well, three dog night, yo. Leanne Rhymes. We are live. <laughs> Come on, man. Live Imaging Tuesday is on. Lit. On a Lakers celebration Tuesday, thanks to our friends at Michelob Ultra. I had some Michelob Ultras over the weekend. Oh, so yeah, you oh, did. That's nice. Yeah, you did. I think I had one last night, too, during the game. 2.6 carbs. Nothing. 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 You can have 14 of them and still feel good. <laughs> Be 29.4 carbs. You know what's not bad on a Sunday morning? You know, it's, I like a nice michelada. I like to make my own. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I love it with Modelo, of course. We love sure. our friends at Modelo. But you swap in the Michelob Ultra, still good. Still good. When you have that Sunday morning right michelada and a cigar Do you after like church. Do you like around the rim? I put my own tahine, but I put yeah. it in. It both. And you put a little Worcestershire sauce. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Bam! Squeeze a fresh lemon. Oh, no, 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 no. No? Why not? Because I have... Brighten it up a le- little, Lemon Chris. sounds good. Yeah, every sounds morning, good you realize, every morning, hot water, lemon water, lemon, tiny bit of red... Um, cayenne. Cayenne pepper, and then a little kosher salt for hydration. You mix that together. So I've already got a lot of lemon in my life. <laughs> I didn't factor in the cayenne pepper lemon cocktail. Salt yeah, so. for hydration? Yes, absolutely. You, you want basically kosher salt or sea salt out of the gate to get your body hydrating out yes, of the gate. Yes, science! Because you wake up dehydrated when you're I sleeping. I salt dehydrates. Not at all. That's a myth. That's a myth, Okay, Emily. Come sure. On. Yeah. Oh. It is. This corgi thing is throwing me off. <laughs> well, well, hold on. When you go to the hospital and you're dehydrated, what do they give you an IV of? Sodium. Sodium. solution, yeah. Sodium. Yes. Sodium. And sodium. So that- <laughs> Bam. <laughs> you know, Trav, you're playing your old game where you're smarter than everybody. How does that work for you? Game. How does that work for you what are usually? You talking about? I'm just going to okay. go drink some ocean water. Why is no, 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 that's different. That, you don't, yeah, want don't that. do that. That will dehydrate. That's you. Take a couple of gulps. Sick. Every yeah. time I go to the ocean, I take a couple that's gulps. That's going to make you sick. Yeah. You done? With what? What's the time's the game time tomorrow night? Uh, sorry, for game uh, five. 7P tip. 7P tip, which means tomorrow night coverage begins. See how I did the math? At 5.30 yeah. p.m., the Toyota Lakers countdown to tip off. Tomorrow will be a Lakers game day Thursday or Wednesday. So you won't want to miss any of it as we go for that knockout punch. Will it happen? What if, by the way? The what knockout? If, what if they just handle business tomorrow in San Francisco? Can you imagine? And, and, and I always say that. Because you're getting a little series in five games. Who would have thought Denver and Phoenix are tied to a piece? The chances of them now extending that series, even if Phoenix wins the next two. But you might even actually find yourself in a position. Okay, let's say they take care of business on Friday, game six here, Lakers, right? You're probably going to get a couple days off before you start that next round. Yes, you won't have home court, but you haven't had home court the entire way. They are in a position that I didn't even think was... Never mind that they're in the second round. Never mind that they got a really good chance to go to the third round. But that they're up 3-1 on the defending champs. I I thought they could win the series. I didn't think they'd win it in five games, potentially. But you know who did? Who? One playoff Sliwa. And that's why we can't... (laughs) That's not true. No, no. Because he has the guts to believe and have hope. He's not he's not somebody who just is always on the negative side of things like you. Because at just the end of the day, you couldn't pronounce sodium. Now he's going to go at me you because don't, you oh, don't believe this the word. is getting ugly. You don't believe. <laughs> believe what? Okay, you don't have the imagination that little Mickey did during Phantasmic to believe in a brighter Steve day. Willie. And ultimately, you know what you are? You gutless. my friend, I got this. I know. I know. I've been told before. Lakers in 5. Slee had Lakers in 7. That's it. Lakers in 5. We Lakers are not winning tomorrow. I, there's no chance they win tomorrow. I wouldn't say there's no chance, Em. I they really already wouldn't. won a game up there. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I lean with you that yeah. if they're going to wrap it up, they would do it in game six here. All right, I want to play this. This was Mike Greenberg on his show this morning. And, and I think what he's saying is taken to the extreme and taken okay. way too literally. But I think the underlying message of what he's getting at mm-hmm. is interesting. It's like in baseball, where you don't have to, you don't, you save your pitcher for the one game you need to win. You don't have to win five games in a best of seven. You only have to win four. Again, I don't want to sidetrack the conversation. Well, sure I do. I'll sidetrack the conversation. They're not winning game five under any, the, the Warriors are the hearts of a champion going home with their backs to the wall. The Warriors are winning game five no matter what happens. I'm playing this thing to try and win it in six. Okay, so what he said is they're not winning this under any circumstances, that the Lakers are not winning this game or the Warriors are not losing this game no matter what. 
that's not true, right? The Lakers can absolutely win game five. They absolutely can. Like you just said, they've already won a game up there. They, they play shown, defense. They play defense, yeah. and they're playing better than the Warriors. So mm-hmm. it's not this, oh, they're never going to do it. That being said, the Warriors are probably going to be the favorites. So whatever they have, they're sure, going to sure. throw at you. All of the things that we know. If you're Darvin Ham, are you hypersensitive to the minute situation going into Game 5, knowing that you have two shots, specifically Game 6, right, at home, where you haven't lost a playoff game, where you've looked really good along the way? Are you in particularly sensitive to the minutes on AD, on the minutes on LeBron? And look... Austin Reeves, who was much better last night, he's even talked about how this is like third college season in a row for him. He's at a point in the season where he could use a little bit of a breather. If this is in the middle of the third quarter, a 15, 16-point game, do you just kind of say, all right, that's that's it for tonight. We're going to keep our guys rested as best we can for whatever's coming up on Friday. Is that at least in the back of your can mind? I, can I give you a good example? Game two, Lakers got blown out in Phoenix, or I'm sorry, in uh, in Golden State, right? Mm-hmm. And the question there, I remember actually you texting me, this was late in the third quarter, and you're like, hey, I'd take these guys out now. Yeah, right. Fourth quarter, start of the fourth, none of them touched the floor. Yeah. Okay? I, I think the Lakers will play this, and I think this is the right way to play it. You can't just walk into game five and just say, guys, you know what? Golden State's not going to lose on their no, home floor. Of course floor. not. And the last thing you want to do is give a team an opportunity, especially a team like the the Golden State Warriors, start giving them some life. That's what happens. And, and and I think how you lose is also important. I think if the Lakers are down 20 going into the fourth, yeah, I get it. I understand. You're up three games to one. Sit your guys. Let LeBron. If, if, if LeBron and Anthony Davis can play 30 minutes instead of 41, cool. Go ahead and take advantage of that. But I will tell you this on on the rest portion and the time. Steph is amazing. The guy's running all over the place. It's incredible how he has his stamina and everything else. Steph looked winded at some points towards the end of that game. Clay played 40-plus minutes. He's looked winded at mm-hmm. the end of that game. I agree with that. You know how many minutes Jordan Poole played yesterday? Ten. They're not even using Jordan He's Poole. He's been bad. I saw something. He was talking to reporters he had his back turned to reporters. He was clearly upset that he's not getting PT in some of these sure. certain situations. The only reason why I, I say all that, it's not like the Warriors are playing perfect basketball and they can't be beat in Game 5. They can be beat. But I think the smart thing to do, I remember there was a caller that called in. This was the Memphis Grizzlies game um, there. Was it Game 5 there? And then Lakers eventually came back and won Game 6. And what the caller was saying was, you shouldn't play LeBron and Anthony Davis in Game 5. I said, can you imagine what would happen if you decided we're giving you one game, we're not even going to try, and then no. we're going to put all our eggs in this one <laughs> basket in Game 6? No. I think there's a strategic way to do it, and I think Braun and I think Anthony Davis, I think Darvin Ham, there's probably this conversation going on. If it's a eight-point game and we're going into the fourth quarter, we still have a shot to win this thing. Yeah, for sure. If it's an 18-point game... All right, there's probably a good chance you're not going to win this that, thing. That's that's the secret sauce, and I don't know what the number is and how much of the game has to be left to be played. Right? I don't know if it's down 15 halfway through the third quarter. I don't know. If it's I don't know if there's I, a number. I, I think it's more of just a feel. I agree too. with you. I agree. It, it, it's it's a very art, not a science. It's you're going to have to feel your way through it because. What you can't do, and this is, and again, I think Greenberg was being hyperbolic for all the obvious reasons, but you you do not want to give them life, right? That there is a, there's one thing if it's just kind of a routine that they win, it's their turn to win a game, their home floor, et cetera, et cetera, and they win. Okay, that's fine. But if you actively disengage because you're trying to set up minutes for Game Six, that's that literally is playing with your fire. nose at the gods. You're yep. playing with fire, mm-hmm. like. Oh, really? Okay. And again, these are the Warriors. They, they don't need a ton of extra motivation and all these things. I just think that you can't trick off a game intentionally or quasi-intentionally. <clears throat> Play as best as you can until the game has been decided for you, but just be really aware of when the point in that game might be because it may be in the middle of the third quarter. It might not be until seven minutes to go in the fourth, hmm. which at that point, that's fine too. 
That's seven more minutes that those guys don't have to play. That's seven more minutes that you can have other players absorb and you can start getting ready for game six. But this idea of, well, I'm just going to keep my powder dry for a game six at home, yeah, I'm not right that, with that. that's a bad, bad plan. They had, they had some moments yesterday where, you know, watching Braun and Anthony Davis, AD did not, it's not like he was doing anything special on offense in the second half. He wasn't. Far from it. Okay. LeBron every time he fired up a three was, for me, just another indication. Guys, I'm tired. Couldn't agree more. I don't more. know what you want me to tell you. I'm Couldn't tired. Couldn't agree more. And I hope I could hit this three like somebody hits a three in a gym where you're playing half court and you're like, I'm not going inside the three-point line. <laughs> and However you want to look at it, right? <laughs> they had moments like that. The difference for the Lakers, I thought, yesterday is <laughs> – it's kind of funny to say it. Lottie Walker has fresh legs, yep. right? This guy didn't have a problem with that. Dennis Schroeder is going to have fresh legs. They had other guys that can – you just mentioned Austin Reeves. There were moments in the game that if Austin Reeves or Lonnie Walker are not hitting those shots, I don't think LeBron and Anthony Davis had another gear to say, well, we're going to – we were just saving nope. this little bit of, nope. uh, they of, were using of gas what they left. Had. I thought they used already what they had. So – to go into game five, I think you're strategic like you were. Austin Reeves got off to a very weird start last night. I'm like, oh boy, this is not he good. He looked bad. He, he looked terrible in the early part of that game. He got going in the second half a lot better. Lonnie they, they Walker said, saved the day. I'll, I'll say something because Reeves talked with Michael and John after the game. And it kind of the question was, you know, you didn't start out very well. What happened? How come it changed? He said that LeBron and Anthony Davis kept telling him, you have to attack. Like there is, we don't have another option here. We're doing what we can. You got to go. Um, Darvin Ham said something at the at post game as well, basically telling him, "I don't know why. I, I don't. I'm, I'm, it's going to sound a little dramatic, but it's kind of on your shoulders in this stage of the game. We need offense. You're kind of the only one right now that we think can give us offense. Hit a three, got to the free throw line, and went from there. Hey, did you see with Taylor Smith coming up next? It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Before we get to your hey, did you see, Taylor, I got a, a tweet um, asking about you. Who are you rooting for in the second round between the Warriors and the Lakers? The Warriors. The Warriors? Yeah. Why? Just because you can never get with the Lakers <laughs> under any circumstances? Or you root for the team that took your team out? Both, yeah. I think it has more to do with the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. I do too. I don't think he likes the Lakers. Well, how could By you? the way, I have, Kings no, fan, I, have, how could you? I have no problem with that. Now, granted, I was They're rooting for the Kings. Of all time. I was rooting for the Kings versus the Warriors, but you know that's fun. Doesn't need to. We don't need to extend that. That love. <laughs> it's not reciprocal. What do you got for us, Taylor? Okay, guys. Did you see that nearly thirteen percent of all jobs in the U.S. are full-time sales positions? So, Slee, what? What's your best salesman advice? Um. Don't try to sell too hard. Just be yourself. The worst thing that I, I think you could do in a sales position is oversell. Um, you spend way too much time trying to actually convince somebody. Don't do that. Be yourself. Kind of listen to the partner on the other side. What is it they need? Try to come up with a game plan that makes sense. And if it doesn't happen, it's okay. Appreciate the time. Move on to the next one. And just kind of keep building those relationships. And over time, I think you'll have some success with it. The two things, and this goes beyond just selling, but they apply to selling. Listen more than you talk, right? Figure out what works for them, not what you're trying to get to work for you. And yeah. the other thing is under-promise and over-deliver. That, that, that's, that's just a good tactic in life. To, to say you're going to do one thing and give them a little bit more. Mm -hmm. That's all. Everybody's always excited. Oh, you told me you would give me 10. There was actually 11. Yeah, great. Good for you. Right? I thought it was going to be this. It's actually a little bit less. Oh, that's great. Over promise, under, or I should say, under promise, over deliver, and listen more than you talk. Good advice, guys. Okay, next up. Did you see that 17? Somebody's sales numbers just plummet and take our <laughs> advice. One quarter at the Canon Astro business when I worked there right out of college, number one. 
Just saying. At Canon? Uh, number one. Look at you. Number one. Now, it may have been that one person needed a machine the next day that was like 80 grand, and I happened to be the one that picked up the phone, but we're not going to get into that. Who needs those details? <laughs> Did you see that 17% of 13-year-olds read for fun almost every day? So, Trav, what's the book that made you enjoy reading for the first time? I can tell you exactly the name of that book. The first book, and this will probably will not come as a huge surprise to you, Slee, it was a book written by Peter Gollenbach, or maybe Gollenbeck, um, called Bums. And it was about the history of the Brooklyn Dodgers and about mm. how the Dodgers became not just a major league team, but kind of this underdog, you know, nobody thought that they were going to be any good. Going up against the big bad Yankees, they were in Brooklyn, they had Ebbets Field, all the great players that came along with it. And just kind of understanding the history of that team made me want to read more about other baseball teams, about more, learning more about Dodger history, more about old-timey baseball. That leads to 10,000 other different things. How and old were you? 14 maybe something like that 14 or 15 somewhere in there and i don't read as much as i'd like but i still read occasionally and that was the one that kind of lit the fuse for me i'm with you i don't read as much as i should i think maybe more now it's just because you got audiobooks stuff like that i guess that counts um does it that's a great question let me give you let me give you an example let me give you an example if you have what I don't do is I don't have audiobooks that are just like for pure pleasure. I feel like an audiobook is more educational. I don't know why that is, where I feel like if I have a hardcover book, it's more pleasure. I don't know why that, that goes that way, I but I, right. I feel like that's, that's how it is. That. Um, I'll tell you which book that I remember as a kid that still to this day, just kind of the details of it, I'm like, what the hell? Lord of the Flies. Having to read Lord of the Flies when you were a kid growing up, it's part like of class, grade, something, grade, something like, like that, that. <laughs> something like that. It was. And I was like, what the heck is going on here? But it kind of took me into a different world where, I mean, as an adult, there's com- I, the books I read is completely different. But as a kid, that was kind of like the first one where I'm like, all right, this you is interesting. You wanted the conch. You wanted to take control of the island. You wanted to be running <laughs> Everybody wanted the conch. Of Couldn't course talk. they did. That terrible head on a stick, that was no good. Yeah, that and it's, still it's me also up. Like led to so many different like movies, TV shows that are based similarly on Lord of the Flies. My uh, two, There's two for me, and both when I was really, really young. Uh, and a lot of these were like my parents reading to me or me starting to learn to read, and it was kind of like at a, like a lower reading level. So it was the Chronicles of Narnia, huge fan. My family was really religious, but it also was like the fantastical nature of um, Chronicles of Narnia and then Harry Potter. Uh, same thing. I, I, I think fantasy and that world building is what got me first into reading and to realize that there's world outside of my world. Okay, guys. How about you, Toe? Uh, Fahrenheit 451. Ooh, Ray Bradbury. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like that's a great one. Scary. Very. <laughs> Coming true as we speak. <laughs> okay, next up, guys. Did you see that data proves people love to hate watch TV? So is there a TV show that gets a lot of hate but doesn't deserve it? Travis. That gets a lot of hate that does Well, okay. For instance, I, I don't know if it deserves it or not, but like the, a show like The Kardashians, right, that gets a ton of hate, but it obviously is serving a purpose, and I don't know if it's just... So what are the redeeming qualities? I, I, I don't know. I've, I literally have never seen it, but it, there's obviously something in it for somebody. Right, that it's I, dopamine. That's the, it. Is that all it is? It's just yeah. this release of frustration at whatever it is that they're doing. But I don't know what it is. I, I don't either. But yeah. it's been on for a really long time. Mm-hmm. I think it still does reasonably well, or else it wouldn't well, be on. Well, there's a new one. This is the Hulu version. There was the Keeping I'll Up with the Kardashians. Take your that word on. for it. I have no What's idea. What's the Hulu okay, version? Well, it's called the Kardashians. Yeah, the Hulu Slee. version. Oh. How do you the know other that? one before was Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Sure, sure. But yep. it's all about the same story. Anyway, yeah, but yeah. that. I, I again. It's not for me. I have no interest in it, but somebody somewhere has to be getting something out of it if they keep flipping it on every day. Okay, I think one show that gets hate, maybe it's because I work across with Travis here, and I feel like maybe it does get more hate than I thought, and I don't know if it's justified. Friends, I feel like, gets a lot of hate. Would you agree with that? I know I hate it. I don't know if, I, I mean, it's obviously incredibly popular. I think the younger generation yeah. is more on Travis's side, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I thought the show was, I mean, I, I'm not telling you it's the greatest show ever, but I didn't have a problem with Friends. I think the more that you make fun of Ross and some of the characters there, then maybe I kind of look at it in a way that I never looked at it before. But I think that one gets gets some hate. 
I mean, yeah, there's a lot of reality TV show in this, but I think that uh, as the time has gone on, I think Survivor gets more hate than it deserves because it does actually... It's another one that's been on forever. But yeah. I don't feel like people hate on that. There are plenty of people that say beginning. it's not as good as it used to be. It's not as, bi- as big as it used to be. Like, it's a reality show that doesn't really mean anything. But there's a lot of shows that I do... I mean, a lot of shows that I watch or hate watch deserve to be hate watched. Like, The Bachelor deserves to be hate watched. Now, is that based of, on like, who? <laughs> Based on who? What? Just based on you, it deserves to be hated on. That's uh, all yeah, matters. it's it's bad. I mean, it's bad TV. People watch it. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's like whiny, pretty people that are gonna find love eventually, and they're what twenty two. Maybe not. Maybe if they're ugly on the inside, they won't. <laughs> no, people will get over ugly on the inside for for pretty on the outside. Let's just say that. I just want to say that. Any more, Taylor? Or is more, that it? Yeah, one more really fast. Did you see that every year? 31 million Americans pull up their roots and relocate. So do you ever think about ghosting everyone and then moving away to a new city or country? If so, where would you go? Alan, Big Al. The party pal. I would, if I went somewhere, I want to go like Montana or something. I want to go to a place where there's just, it's just green. That there's a lot of, there isn't as many people, there isn't as many cars. You Better got, hurry. It's filling up in Montana. <laughs> you got you got a lot. Compared to here, you could True. give me one acre and I feel like it's 400 <laughs> acres. It'd have to be something like that. That's the only thing that I could think of where I'm still in the States. I'm not that far away from family and everything else, but something along those lines. I, I, I don't want to go to another country, but yeah, kind of chuck in California at some point in my life. And, and for maybe a smaller place in california or something that's similar pacific northwest is is something that appeals to me a little bit but i like warm i i don't mind rainy but i don't want to live where it's flat yeah. i don't want to live where it's super hot so that kind of limits my my places montana sounds good i just don't think that you and i we could collect our money i don't think we get an apartment up there right now it, it is, is getting outrageously expensive up there more than here no, not more than here but yeah. the people that live here are buying second third tenth homes up Over there. there it's kind of Same running it up but yeah the idea of checking it taylor and going somewhere else i think that's a fantasy everybody has all the time and, and just going if you're in a big city yeah. you want to go chuck it and go small if you live in a small rural town you want to chuck it and go to the big city you tell if i if i could think of one place i think you'd thrive in i think brazil i think you do really well oh, yeah. out there uh i mean i like the food yeah that, that's a good start yeah just feel like that kind of guy, you know. I, 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 that doesn't. By the way, that doesn't sound so bad. I know you were reaching for something, but that's not. No, it's it's warm. I see you on a. You have that conversation with Susan tonight. Hey, Slee had a great that, idea. That would that would not be a non-starter. I'm just saying there are far worse places. I see you in remote Ireland. Like uh, so, there's a movie that came out this year called Banshees of Inisherin. I could see you thriving on Inisherin, just on a what cliff. What is, is Inisherin? It's a, a it's a, a made city? up town in okay. Ireland, but it's essentially just a, a abandoned, not abandoned, but like an isolated mutton? cliffside. Is mutton Mut? on the I have, menu? I have no idea. Mutton is the as a male sheep, I believe. Is that right, Taylor? Sure, probably. It's, or it's a, adult. Any, I think it's any sheep. Is it just the adult? It's not any the baby sheep, lamb? bro. The baby lambs. Lamb, lamb is not bad. It's mutton, a ram and an ewe. You, or, yeah. Yeah, a ram. I don't want to eat any rams. I want to watch the rams, not eat them. All right, AD, not a great second half, but did he steal that game for the Lakers? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.